welcome to the Original Design Restored podcast. I'm Katie Tremonti, and I'm so happy to have you joining me. Today, it is just me. We are in the middle of season three, Tell the Truth. And the whole goal of this season is to begin to share stories of people who have faced the lies that they have believed and how those lies have affected their life, but have experienced a transformation of God into truth and into living from truth. And so at this point in the series, I had heard some feedback that you may actually be wondering for yourself, what are the lies I believe? Not not me, Katie, <laughs> but you who are listening you may be, as you're listening to these stories and these people unpacking the lies that they believed, how it affected them and impacted their lives, and how God brought change, healing, and transformation in and replaced lies with truth and began to show them how to live out of the truth, you may be in a place where you're reflecting on your own life and wondering what are the lies that you believe that are affecting your life, that are shaping how you live. And you may actually want be wanting to shift out of living from lies and false beliefs. And so today, this will be a shorter episode than the interviews, because today I want to walk out how do you face the lies that you believe? And maybe even how do you find the lies that you believe? Because for some of us, we know we want God to be giving us a life lived out of freedom and truth. And we may not even know how to find where the lies and false beliefs are. And so today I kind of want to walk through just some really practical tools on how to face the lies that you believe and maybe even on a deeper level, how to even find them if you're not sure of what they are. So I want to begin just a little bit with this very simple paradigm. And when you look at Proverbs 4.23, you hear... Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. This is so significant. And if we can imagine our lives as just that picture, and other versions say, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life, that wellspring. What you're doing is flowing from your heart. And that is significant because your heart is shaping your life based on what you believe. And so what you believe is, is significant. And I would say, so that's a good picture of what's flowing out of your life, right? There are two sides that are at war over your life. There is the enemy who wants to bring death and dysfunction and destruction, not only to you, but through you. And there is God who wants to bring goodness and beauty and truth and freedom and wholeness and peace and joy to you and through you. And so that war is going on and the enemy is very crafty and whispers lies to us and often whispers lies to us at vulnerable moments, moments of trauma and pain and reinforces his lie in those moments with the circumstances that are surrounding us. So we begin to believe and, and shape beliefs and then shape whole ways of living and being out of those beliefs, all rooted in lies that he's whispered. And not everything you do, obviously, is rooted in lies. I would hope that there is plenty of truth flowing through you as well. But, but this idea of ongoing transformation, we want to face the lies that we still have deeply rooted in our hearts and in our lives and have God come and uproot them. And so when we understand that that war over our lives is happening, that there is an enemy who wants death, destruction, and dysfunction to happen to us and through us, and that there is a God who wants goodness and beauty and wholeness and truth and peace and freedom to happen to us and then through us, reflecting him, 
then we can become, as it says, like in 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9, be alert and of sober minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring, roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. And then it continues on. When we become awake, alert to the war over our lives, we can begin to wage war with the tactic, tactics and efforts of the enemy to bring about death, destruction, and dysfunction. It literally says in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. That is the enemy's goal. And he does it through lies. In John 8, 44, it says that when he lies, he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of lies. Lies is how he speaks. That is his language. And then the contrast to that is Jesus. Jesus has come. He says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So again, we have these two streams. And the real question is, is my life not only is it this happening to me, but is my life reflective of the goodness of God or of the death, destruction, and dysfunction that the enemy would like to have happen to me and through me? And this is where we can begin to ask questions of ourself, of ourselves, of what we are believing. And so the places that are indicative of goodness and beauty, wholeness and joy and freedom, those places are reflective of God at work and truth at the base and at the foundation. But the places where we are expressing destruction and dysfunction, when the places that harm is flowing out of us, one of the biggest questions we can ask is what is the belief underneath that? And often when we stop and begin to really evaluate, really reflect, we can start to find some false beliefs that we have held that have caused us to have unhelpful ways of living and being, things that result not only in harm to others, destruction around us, dysfunction in our relationships, but also harm to ourselves. And so when we start seeing those things expressed through our life, that is a key place to ask, what is the belief underneath what I'm expressing? And so the beginning place even to begin to identify maybe the lies and false beliefs that are impacting you, that are foundational, that are at a root that you need to go at war with and dig up and allow God to change and replace with the truth and replace with whole new ways of living and being, the way that you begin to go at war with that is to take an honest look at your life, a reflective look at your life, and ask yourself, what is my life expressing? And again, I hope that there are plenty and and I'm sure that there are wonderful and beautiful things being expressed through you that are reflective of God's goodness because you were created in his image. I'm absolutely excited about those things. But for this episode, the place I want you to look and evaluate and reflect is where are there places that my life is expressing destruction, dysfunction, harm? And what am I believing underneath? How do I get to those places? And what is the belief underneath? And I will say really quickly, because this can get heavy fast, right? I can already feel it as I'm talking. This can get heavy fast. We do not have to carry this in an incredibly weighty, shameful way because of the gospel. We will not unpack the whole gospel in this episode, but if you are starting to feel the weight, starting to feel the shame, the darkness coming in as you think about even reflecting on what are the false beliefs you have, 
I want to invite you to re-engage the gospel story and to find yourself in it. A couple ways you can do that is to go listen to the episodes from this podcast on the gospel. There's some in season one and some in season two, where we go over the gospel story in great detail. Or for a more artistic approach, head to ArtistMD's website, or you can find it on Spotify, and listen through those spoken word tracks. The History Project is the name of it. Listen from beginning to end. It's 17 or 18 minutes. Creation, fall, redemption, anticipation, anticipation, restoration. So if you're starting to feel weight, heavy, dark, as you think about facing the false beliefs, because the enemy would like to keep you trapped there and feeling shame and hit a shame cycle and not fight those lies. If you're starting to feel, feel that darkness, that weight, pause, literally pause this episode, go listen to the history project, 17 minutes of spoken word poetry, and ask God to help you find yourself in that story and in the hope and redemption and grace and restoration he offers. Because Jesus died on the cross and rose again, you are not under this weight if you have submitted yourself and surrendered yourself to him. He has rescued you and he invites you into the restoration process so that you can be made more and more whole, full, free. Literally, that is what he wants you to do. So he's inviting you to transformation as you go at war with the lies that you believe. Once you've um, re-engaged that gospel, once you've found yourself in the gospel again and you can breathe, let's go back into, let's go after the lies and false beliefs that are shaping and impacting and affecting your life in ways that are not reflective of the goodness of God. So first is a pause to reflect on where is my life expressing destruction, dysfunction, harm, either to myself or to others or to the world around me, and then asking God, what is the belief underneath that? If that's even a bigger process than you're ready to engage, just asking Jesus in prayer, Jesus, where am I believing lies? Where do I have false beliefs? And then waiting and listening to hear what he tells you. That is another way you can begin to engage the lies that have shaped you, the lies that are shaping you, the lies that you're living out of. Another place is to go to the Bible and begin to read what God believes about you, the truths that he says about you, about himself, about the world, about relationships. So that's the beginning, beginning to identify the lies. Now, I will say, as you begin to ask Jesus, what are the false beliefs that I have? As you begin to look at your life and see the places that you're expressing destruction, dysfunction, harm, and you're asking yourself, what is the belief under this? It is possible that it can be destabilizing because sometimes the lies that we believe have been so subtle, it's surprising when we realize that those beliefs were lies, that the beliefs that maybe we have had as foundational and maybe didn't even consciously have in the forefront of our mind or wouldn't have articulated, I believe this, but now that I'm reflecting on my life, I realize I do believe this. And then face that it's actually a lie, that it's actually a false belief, a false paradigm, that it's not in line with the goodness of God. When we begin to do that, it can be destabilizing because lies can include things that we learned at church, things that we learned in our family, things that we believe about ourselves, things that we believe about others. And I will say two of the hardest places to face false beliefs are things that have been interwoven with our faith or our faith culture. 
This is significant because the enemy would like to make us very confused about God and about what it means to live a life following after God. And so there are places where culture and humans, humans are imperfect. Spiritual leaders are imperfect. So there are places where we may have picked up a lie interwoven with some truth about faith. There may have been places where the faith culture that we were in, the things that were expressed in the faith culture, were not indicative of the goodness and beauty of God. And so then we have to face, well, that is false, and yet there is truth about Jesus mixed in that same culture, from that same culture, and that can be incredibly destabilizing. And I say that because I know (laughs) I have been there. And it is worth the fight to begin to untangle the things that we have picked up in faith cultures that are not aligned with the truth of God, that are not indicative of the goodness and beauty of God. The other place that it's very difficult to begin to unwind lies and false beliefs is in our ideas and beliefs about others, especially relationships that have been close and yet were dysfunctional. This is significant because often in dysfunctional relational dynamics, we don't want to name what is broken, hurting, destructive, or dysfunctional in the relationship, because if we do, we may then pursue change and we may also experience loss. So I want to name those two places of where it can be incredibly difficult to begin to face lies that we believe, false paradigms that we've held, because it can become scary or destabilizing, or we may experience loss as we engage those. And so I want to be honest with you about that process and yet want to tell you that on the other side of that is so much freedom. A life lived toward truth is a life lived in further freedom. And so this process that we're talking about is facing and really actually first finding the lies and false beliefs that we have, facing them, bringing them to God and asking him to not only shift us out of that lie, recognizing that it has shaped us, asking him to not only shift us out of that, but to tell us the truth, replace it with the truth, and then empower us and enable us to live out of the truth. That is what we're doing here. And so How do we face the lies that we believe? Well, one, beginning, we reflect and we look at what those are, where they are, what it is that we have believed that is not true, that is not indicative of the goodness of God. And we begin to name those. So that's the first thing is naming the lies that we've believed. And right now, today, as you're listening to this, it may just be one lie, right? You might just sit and ask Jesus, what is a false belief that I have held that is shaping me and is harmful to me and to those around me? And he may just show you one thing. And then you may ask him, what is the truth? And how do you want me to shift out of this? How do you want me to experience transformation from this? And so it may start with just one, or he may show you a couple, or he may show you a cluster. He may point out whatever he wants. And as he does, I would ask you to ask him, one, what is the truth that counteracts this lie? And how do I live out of the truth? Will you show me how to live? And not only how, but will you empower me to live out of that truth? And so part of that empowering process, part of that is an equipping process. When we have believed lies or false beliefs and they've shaped us deeply, when they're foundational 
and they've shaped how we live and relate and be and believe about ourselves, about others, about the world. There is a whole deconstruct, reconstruct process. And we often need tools to do that. So the power of God is what changes us. And also God brings into our lives tools and resources to equip us to live differently. So some of the tools that may be very helpful, and this is going to be a super practical part of the episode. These are all things that I have engaged as tools to equip me to live differently, to live out of freedom and truth. All of these are helpful in some way. I would ask you to just ask God, which one do you want me to engage based on the lie that I am confronting in my own life? So picking one tool or two tools may be um, kind of the, the breadth of what is needed to engage just a lie that you're facing for starters, right? The Bible, great place to start to find out what does God say? What is the truth? Prayer, prayer is huge, especially imaginative, facilitated, healing type prayers where you're actually sitting with Jesus and asking him questions, where you're asking him, what is the lie? What is the truth? And you're listening for him to speak to you. Another one is therapy. And I actually, especially for uprooting lies that we've believed that are tied to trauma or wounding or pain, um, EMDR therapy is really significant for that because it is a process of uprooting those lies, especially the lies that are connected to trauma. And that's actually something I haven't mentioned yet. Often lies that we believe were whispered in such subtle ways at moments of pain, wounding, trauma, loss, hurt, vulnerability, that we don't even know that it was a lie, first of all, but how deeply rooted, how foundational that is to our belief system, to our beliefs about ourselves, the world, and how we live and be. And so therapy, EMDR therapy, is very helpful for beginning to heal those foundational and deeply rooted lies. Other resources, um, the Enneagram is very helpful for finding out kind of what are common lies for how I'm wired. And my favorite Enneagram resource is Your Enneagram Coach. I was drawing a blank for a second. Your Enneagram Coach really approaches the Enneagram from a gospel paradigm. The other place that you could look for beginning to undo the lies that you've believed is the Spiritual Warfare series on the Place We Find Ourselves podcast. And I believe that is episode 41 to 43 and 45 to 47. That would help you really begin to undo the accusations that the enemy has placed on you and the agreements you've made. So places where you've agreed with the lies that he's told you. And Adam Young in that, um, in those six episodes, 41 to 43, 45 to 47, in those six episodes, he unpacks how to break agreements, how to um, stand up against in the power of Jesus up against the accusations, the lies. The Soul of Shame by Kurt Thompson unpacks the work of the enemy to keep us hidden in shame so that we don't live out of our true selves that God designed us to live out of, to reflect his goodness and beauty. Powerful book that would also help unpacking lies and knowing what to do with them. How do I walk out of the truth instead? And then just a really practical exercise is to just speak out loud or begin journaling without any mental pause or you know, uh, internal edit, right. Um, to just free flow journal or speak out loud 
what you believe about a handful of topics. Just begin thinking about topics, relationships, marriage, family, uh, yourself, um, men, women, money, God, whatever topics that God wants to bring up in your life. Take a topic and just take one minute and free flow, write down or speak out everything you believe about that. And then allow God to show you in that free flow, in what came out, what is true and what is not. Powerful way to begin unearthing the lies that you believe. And that is not original with me, by the way. That is from a training I went through a few years ago. And it was powerful for me because I did not even realize the lies I was believing until I was just free flowing, speaking out what I believed about certain topics. These are tools that are helpful for beginning to face the lies that you believe and beginning to deconstruct those lies and pursue transformation of them into the truth so that you can live from the truth. Essentially, what I am inviting you to do today, and as you end, as we end this episode and as you go your own way, what I'm inviting you to do, the questions I would ask you is to reflect on your life and look at where your life is expressing destruction, dysfunction, or harm outwardly or inwardly or both, (laughs) but it could be outward or inward. Um, Not just outward, not just inward, but where is your life expressing that and reflective of that? And then what is the belief underneath that? Asking God, what is the truth that replaces that? And beginning to unwind the lie through learning tools and leaning into the Holy Spirit. It is a twofold thing. As God shows you the truth, you get the choice. You get to make the choice to live in line with the truth through your actions. But this is also not a white knuckling behavior thing. This is you also at the same time that you get choice to live in line with the truth with what you do now, once you hear the truth, once you know the truth, once you begin to uproot the lie and replace it with the truth, you have choice, but it's also not just white knuckling, you know, trying hard to be good and be better at this. That's a whole other issue. (laughs) You also get to ask God, ask Jesus to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to live differently. Jesus rescues and redeems and restores, and then he leaves you the Holy Spirit to empower you to live differently, to make you able to then choose to live in line with the truth. And where there is truth, there you find increasing freedom. At the end of this episode today, I would invite you to just ask Jesus, where are there false beliefs? What are the false beliefs in my life that are shaping me? What is the truth that replaces that? And how would you like to equip me and empower me to live differently. That is the beginning of facing the lies in your life and beginning to pursue the replacement of those lies with truth and living from truth and freedom. Thank you for joining me for this episode. To find out more about Original Design Restored and what we do, head over to our website. The link is in the show notes. And also, if this podcast or this season in particular has impacted you, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast. This helps others find our content and really kind of understand what this podcast is about. And finally, I offer you this benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace.